Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warren Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. And do not miss the featured post this week. On DanaGlennSmith.com, Prophecy America Among the Nations. Persistent Faith, Perilous Times. Weeping Over National Sins. On Warn-USA.com, Advocacy Aftermath on Classic Warn Radio. God's Truth, Book of Romans. Part 3 on Sound the Shofar Lord's Deliverance Isaiah's Prophetic Book Part 76 on Warren Radio And be sure not to miss these WIBR Warren Radio shows on warren-usa.com Gospel News Advocacy Global Last Days Gospel Advocacy Aftermath on Classic Warren Radio. And the featured radio shows for the week of July 19th through the 21st are Wednesday's Advocacy Show, Weeping Over Sins, Faith in Jesus Christ, Missions, Pakistan, Myanmar, Persecution at Warren Radio. Thursday's Isaiah series, I Will Restore, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 181, on Warren Radio Battle Lines. Friday, Sound the Shofar, Perilous Form of Godliness, Rejuvenating Hope in Christ, Part 3. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising by the Watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller, and it continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America today. And you can get your copy by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, the Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. And you can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Dana, how are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. 
Yes. Greetings. Welcome to another Friday edition of Sound the Shofar. Shabbat coming up tonight through tomorrow night. America still a mess in places. But you know as I stood outside this morning <coughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. The mountain was gorgeous. We got a big river right here running by. There's a lot to be thankful for. Beautiful day. I thank the Lord for this beautiful day. And I lifted my pleas up to heaven for... Trump. He's a good man. I don't care what people say. He's a businessman. And you might know that all the elite and the other people, for some reason, they have trouble with Trump. You know, personalities is what makes you know, the variety in the human genome and life. And what they're trying to do to him is criminal. And if, you know, I don't think they're going to get this thing done. But I have witnessed in my life many good people who ran for an office, especially the president of the country or the nation. And they get the popular vote and the military steps in, puts them in prison or house arrests and stops them. And what the Democrats are doing and cheering on and by getting this special prosecutor, this guy is a shark. He's a predator. He's wicked, and he's not honest. Now, if someone does something wrong, that's one thing. Trump hasn't done anything wrong. But the thing of it is, if you go over to California, even to New York and many other Democrat-run cities, they don't even know what justice is anyway. They allow criminals back on the street. They pardon criminals and let them out on the street. And they don't prosecute when they should, and then they prosecute when they shouldn't. We don't know what justice is in this country. Our politics are full of corruptors. We have no idea what truth is. And we have no idea what this country was. A few do. We are a selfish, self-centered, lying, corrupting generation. Multiple generations. Being led by people that are full of self-interest and pride and are willing to destroy anything or anybody that gets in their way all clamoring for a new world order that Klaus Schwab proudly throws out there, but even he doesn't have a clue as to what's about to happen. And I mean about give it some time, because there are issues. Enough of this now. I'm done. Today's show, Blessed is he that trusts. And that's what I do. I trust. I trust in the living God and our Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the great and mighty and most revered God, who gave of his only begotten Son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ our Lord, who brought us redemption through the atonement, the blood atonement, 
who sacrificed his own son that we might be free. So the charges aren't against us. The special prosecutor brought in is the devil. And the devil was defeated at Calvary. So no matter what you might think or what you might do, there is a final judge who I trust. I have striven. I have done things wrong. And God has forgiven me. See, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the penalty for that is the soul that sinneth it shall die. While the law came by Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. God would rather save you and deliver you than see you go to hell. Remember that. And don't believe people who tell you any different. Blessed is he that trusts. This is Rejuvenating Hope in Christ, Part 4. This is a new series. So blessed is he. That's you. That's me. Or anybody else that trusts in the Lord. That trusts in our God and our Father and trusts in his Son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ. For he died on the cross for your sins. Blessed is he that trusts, for we know that faith, without that faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Faith is the victory to enable and make sure the believer succeeds in overcoming the world. As Christ Jesus said, be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. You know, and sometimes we have problems to have good cheer. But see, this is Friday. And the news finally came out that indeed there were more charges on Trump. When Trump's team asked them, they didn't say a word. But then today they dropped the bomb. This is the way these people are. We are in a different world. We're not in the America that I knew. And I was told that many years ago. America, as you know it, will cease to exist, he said. And over the years, the Lord has told me many things. And he warned me about this election with Joe Biden. And I talked about that. He warned me what would happen. That there was a coup d'etat. And it wasn't to remove Biden, it was to overthrow America with its current thought. And it's still there. The goal is to overthrow America totally. If you're an American and you're a constitutional loving American and if you want Trump in, you better be praying because darkness is forming around him to do everything they can to stop him. Because he's the only man, actually the only man that's been in this presidency where those in the New World Order said openly he could destroy everything. They fear him more than they fear God Almighty. But thank God, I trust in the Lord. So on this Friday, faith is the victory to enable and make sure the believer succeeds in overcoming the world. There is judgment coming to America. 
But if America fully repents like Nineveh did, the Lord will restore this country. And don't worry about the end of days. That'll all work out. You just look to the day. And you pray for your family and for others. Because there are wicked people trying to turn this nation. And they're going to succeed if people don't wake up. Jeremiah 17:7 Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. That's what we have to do. Now see this week we're looking at a little bit of Jeremiah and Judah in our Isaiah series on Thursday we've been looking on at Judah from the standpoint of coming out of judgment after 70 years. The wickedness of Judah. When you seek for sin, seek where it's coming from. You know, <clears throat> one of my school professors in Bible school PhD, very smart man, well-known, well-respected. He said, corruption, heresy, starts at the highest levels of our Christian universities. That's where it starts. And it does. And it doesn't mean every university is corrupt. It just means that's where it starts. Because when you get in, like we were in, I was in Bible school and graduated. What do we do for fun? We debate scripture. <laughs> We talked about a lot of stuff. Because that's what you're in there for. Jeremiah 17.1 The sin of Judah is written with a pin of iron. With the point of a diamond. It is graven upon the table of their heart and upon the horns of your altars. It's written with a pin of iron and with a point of a diamond. You have an iron pin with a diamond tip which you write. And diamond is graving upon the table of the hearts of men at the same time upon the horns of the altars. Whilst their children remember their altars and their groves by the green trees upon the high hills. See, and this is one of the problems that Judah had. The northern tribes even had worse sins. Because you had priests, you had prophets, they were all corrupt. Political leaders were corrupt. Even the people themselves were corrupt. Yet, God wasn't going to utterly destroy them. They had a temple to go in and do what they needed to do to please the Lord. Then they went out into their groves and their altars, pranced around in the darkness while they fornicate their way with their new God. O my mountain in the field, I will give thy substance and all thy treasures to the spoil, and thy high places for sin throughout all thy borders. And thou, even thyself, shalt discontinue from thine heritage that I gave thee. 
I will cause thee to serve thine enemies in the land which you know not, for ye have kindled a fire in my anger which shall burn forever. That's a long time. This is a statement by Jeremiah, a prophecy, a warning. And they were going to go into captivity. But they wouldn't listen. See, they didn't like Jeremiah. Don't prophesy it to us. <laughs> Stop telling us what we're doing wrong. Tell us of good things. Speak to us of good things. And now if you tell us good things, we will be happy. And we'll be happy with you. There's only two ways a human being can trust. Two ways. You either trust in the true and living God or you trust in the flesh and man. Either the flesh or the Lord. Period. In Jeremiah 17.5, which follows this segment here we're looking at, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and makes flesh his arm, whose heart departs from the Lord. See, because you depend upon the flesh all the time, and when you depend upon the flesh, doing the things of the flesh, your heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness and a salt land not inhabited. In other words, this describes desolation. What do you expect God to say? When he's given you everything, he blesses your country, And you can look back and see Solomon, one of the greatest kings, son of David. His kingdom was amazing. Yet in the end of that, his heart fell away from the Lord. Now the Jews teach that he repented from all that. Now that's convenient. Did he repent? If he is on his deathbed, I, you know, I don't know. I would think he would. And he had a pile of concubines and wives, and most of those came about for political unions with other nations. But yet, his was a great kingdom. But see, you can't rest your laurels on what was. America was, had a great beginning. We had, a, and we still do, have a great constitution. And we've done a lot of great things, but you are about to lose your country. It's going to become desolate. So you need to pray. This country needs to repent. Without repentance, there is no hope for this country. And the thing of it is, maybe you'll love America as the harlot. She's already a harlot, but she's going to be anointed with the throne of darkness and the curse of the devil. Proverbs has a few things that I like. Proverbs 10.28, The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. Now, I like that. Because I strive to be righteous. Now, I'm not perfect, but I strive to be righteous. I trust in the Lord, and I'm righteous through Him by faith in His name.
But the expectation of the wicked shall perish. Even the expectation of the wicked in this country that push their hellish ideas upon our children, upon our life, upon our constitution. The courts have been corrupted. Your lawyers are corrupted. Your judges are corrupted. It sounds like Judah. So when you read about Judah in the Old Testament, you can put America in there because we are doing the same thing. We may not be out in the wilderness with Ashtaroth and dancing around poles, sacrificing our children to Baal. But we're sacrificing our children anyway. We're leading entire generations into hell because we're telling them it's okay to do these things. It's not okay to do these things you're doing in this country. And you can convince yourselves it is. You can talk to other people. You can listen to these damnable politicians who are blinded. They're full of greed and they want power. And they continue to do wickedness and they get away with it. But one day the hammer is going to come. One day the fires will be raging over Washington. One day there will be wailing and crying in the streets of America because you have left off of the one who blessed you. Oh, come on, they say. You're a radical. No. I'm a watchman for the Lord. I've been watching in this end time ministry. Now this is just the end time ministry. Tower and I began this journey back in 1973. We're not newcomers. And we've been telling people for many, 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 many years they need to repent. I've been watching this for many, many years. And we're closer to what I knew was coming than ever before. And I'd rather it not come. I'd rather see America repent. I'd rather see this nation healed, wouldn't you? If you want this nation healed, and you listen to this broadcast, get out there. Let your voice know known rather let it be heard and pray to God that this nation will change and repent Proverbs 11 7 when a wicked man dieth his expectation shall perish and the hope of unjust men perishes You know, it may be wicked, but you're not going to prosper. There is coming a time of darkness. The power of darkness is going to be released. It's already, but not to the level that it's coming to. You won't see this till you see the coming of the beast. For you shall be like a beast within his spirit full of darkness Proverbs 26 12 seest thou a man wise in his own conceit there is more hope of a fool than of him so a man wise in his own conceit also probably has pride in there you can take a fool and whatever that fool hopes that fool has more of a chance of succeeding than a man wise in his own conceit and pride. A man that is hasty in his words, there is more hope of a fool than him. One is Proverbs 26.12, the other is Proverbs 29.20. 20, what do you see in the world? People that are wise in their own conceit and their own pride, but they're wrong. People that are hasty in their words to condemn, but they're wrong. 
People that won't see the truth. People won't listen. There's more hope of a fool than these. Now you see, down the line from the beginning of Jeremiah 17.1, is a verse that we get to. Jeremiah 17, 7. You can write this down. And we also want 17, 8 of Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 7 and 8. Now all the stuff we've said here, Look at Jeremiah 17 and 8. Blessed is a man that trusteth. Well, the word trusteth. To have as a refuge. To trust. Be confident. Be sure and be bold. In the Lord. Whose hope. That word hope. Refuge, security or assurance. The Lord is. Blessed is a man that trusteth in the Lord. Whose hope. The Lord is. Blessed is the nation that trusts in the Lord whose hope the Lord is. Blessed is the people that trust in the Lord whose hope the Lord is. Now I got news for you, America. There are Christians out there that know the Lord. There are people that know what I'm talking about. And God is calling in more people every day. Now, verse 8, the following verse. Well, let's look at 7. Blessed is a man that trusts in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters. It's going to grow. That spreadeth out her roots by the river. And shall not see with, when the heat comes. But her leaf shall be green. And shall not be careful in the year of drought. Neither shall ye cease from yielding fruit. In other words, this tree, well planted, well fertilized. Its roots are hooked into the eternal life. Which God intended. It doesn't worry when the heat. She's going to have green, healthy leaves. It's hard to find a good, healthy tree that doesn't have yellowing and brown. But they're there. But her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Why? You know, they're going to grow. This thing is going to grow. You have a tree that's properly planted. It's by the waters. And when you give it what it needs, it's going to grow. It doesn't matter how hot it is. It doesn't matter. And even in the drought, it's going to find water. And it'll, it'll never stop yielding the fruit. So a man that trusts in the Lord whose hope the Lord is, is like that tree. A tree that is healthy and vibrant. That when it gets hot in the daytime, you don't see any change. When you go through a drought, this tree manages to have water. It's healthy, vibrant. It's producing fruit. When the rest of the vineyards are in tattered, mess, dying trees, this tree is going to be alive. But see, the Lord is not just talking about trees. He's talking about you.
Because when you trust in the Lord, you put your hope in the Lord, you're going to be like this tree. And so when we talk about like our study is rejuvenation. We're rejuvenating hope. We know the world is wicked. We're not that dumb. We know there's sin out there. We know sin is attractive to a lot of people. And we know people will believe a lie. And that's America today. And we know even professionals and educated people believe a lie. We see it. We've experienced it. We saw it. Now let's look at a few Psalms and a couple of Proverbs. Psalm 31, 24. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, O ye that hope in the Lord. There's one thing the Lord requires. If you go into the promised land, you have to believe and do not fear. When you're trusting in the Lord and you're a Christian, do not fear. Now we are an advocate for the persecuted church. And we cover the persecuted church. The death, the destruction, the jailing of, the killing and murdering of innocent people. You try being those people. You try to go into their churches and when you get there singing a mob of radical Muslims or Hindus come up and burst in and kill as many as they can kill. Because these people know that Christians on a Sunday will always be there at a certain time. Now I tell people, don't do that. If you look at Acts... They were the apostles in the synagogues for a while till they were chased out in the temple. Because the Jews rejected their doctrine. Just like they rejected the Lord. And so... In the Roman Empire, Christians met down by the river or in the woods somewhere, wherever they could, in homes. But you see today, in a modern society like ours, you would think these believers would be safe. We have some of the worst persecution and murdering of Christians we've ever seen. And nobody in all these big fancy houses of government, worldwide, you name it, nobody does anything. Instead, we give millions to a little place called Ukraine, and Biden's got us fighting a war. We don't even know what they're doing. We know that they had certain labs over there. We know the people that are over there in Ukraine, there's some of them that we're supporting that have Nazi insignias on them. They're shaped a little different, but they're there. But will we go and do something, make these countries wake up and protect their people? (coughs) Recently in Indonesia... Their attorney general stood up. I don't know how many they got over there, but Indonesia is a big country. It has a lot of separate little areas. And he said, we need 
to protect these Christians. We need to stop letting them get slaughtered. Frankly, in all the years we've been covering this, he's the first one I've ever heard that said something like that. Well, that's a thought. Why don't we protect them? You know, and, and there are areas where they say they're doing it. India tries that, so does Pakistan. But the problem of it is the cops are local. So if they help the Christians, they're going to be targeted by their brothers and sisters, you know, in the faith. So these are the issues. When America turns and follows the beast, they're not going to be following Christianity. And many will be deceived and deluded by what is coming. Only those who truly know the Lord and are born again will see the difference. A lot of Christians know what's going on. There's also a lot of churches that don't. Psalm 119.49 Remember the word unto thy servant upon which thou hast caused me to hope. So that servant looking to the Tanakh and the words written therein and it causes him to hope to find an answer whatever it is. He says, remember the word unto thy servant upon which you caused me to hope. It's no different than says, that saying, I hope in the Lord and trust in him. He will never leave me nor forsake me. So I trust in that word. I trust in that promise. I trust in the fact that Jesus Christ is Lord of Lord and King of Kings. He's coming again. He knows I'm down here. He knows what I'm going through and he's going to help me. And he might even send one of his servants to help me. That will be you. One ninety one eighty one. My soul fainteth for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. One fourteen. Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. Uphold me according to thy word that I may live and let me not be ashamed of my hope. Psalm 135, I wait for the Lord, my soul does wait, in his word do I hope. Proverbs 13:12, hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Proverbs 14:32, the wicked is driven away in his wickedness, but the righteous has hope in his death. The righteous, it's the hope is not in the death of the wicked. The hope is in the Lord to deliver them. Hope makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes as a tree of life, what is the desire? That's what you're seeking the Lord for. That's what you have. See, you had hope for something, but you put it off and you stopped hoping so it made you sick you got to have hope in the world well if you look at Jeremiah again and he's an expert at this because he dealt with the toughest situations Jeremiah 17 again Verse 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Yeah, we can know it. In the new, in the new covenant, we, we know. Sometimes we ignore it. Sometimes churches ignore it. They won't address it. They run from it. But we know it. We know the deceit. We see it. We know the wicked. We know what's happening. We're not blind. That's why the wicked fear us. They wanted Jeremiah to be quiet, speak smooth things. The wicked today in this world wants the Christian to shut up and be nice. 
the Muslims and the Hindus and the others worldwide just want the Christians to shut up and stop telling people about the good news that people can be saved. Don't go praying for people because if you pray for people, they get healed and they become a Christian. Now that's true, they do. But we have not been sent to shut up. We have not been sent to be wicked. We have not been sent to do nothing. We are here as lights. We are here with hope. We are here with deliverance. If you're sick, we'll pray for you. God will heal you. If you're full of the devil, we will deliver you and we will cast that demon out. But we have so manipulated Christianity in America, half the churches don't even believe and the other half of ministers, they don't believe. They believe other things. Some of them don't even believe in the Lord anymore. And that was prophesied. John talked about that. I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give to every man according as his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. That's verse 10 of Jeremiah 17. According to the fruit of your doings. Well, that's the Old Testament. Well, it is. But you can go to the New Testament and you can see for yourselves. God recompenses according to your ways. Revelation 22 that I tell people about a lot. He that is wicked, let him be wicked still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. Now there's a couple of other verses compared in there, but I'm just giving you a little bit because you go to Revelation 22, find those verses, you'll see it, you'll recognize it. And following that he says, I come quickly to give to every man according as his work shall be. That's the same thing as the fruit of your doings. You know, I like this verse too, verse 13, because Jeremiah gets down. He's warning Judah, you know, in Jeremiah. But yet he says this in verse 13. O Lord, the hope of Israel, all that forsake thee shall be ashamed, and they shall depart from me, they that depart from me shall be written in the earth, because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living waters. Verse 14 of that says, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for thou art my praise. Uh, both those verses are great. Heal me, O Lord, and I'll be healed. Save me, and I'll be saved. Because you're my praise, you're my hope. <clears throat> I know you. I know that's what. And see, when he says, O Lord, the hope of Israel, all that forsake thee shall be ashamed. And they that depart from me shall be written in the earth because they had forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living waters. He's talking to Judah. Judah has forsaken him. Yahshua, Jesus, is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Well, Judah fell away. They didn't even believe, but yet the Messiah came out of it. Judah went into captivity with the rest of them. Matthew details the lineage, and he gives you the lineage of those who went into captivity and the lineage of those who came out of captivity, and you will find the descendants of the Lord. We call it that scarlet line of redemption. And through the captivity in Babylon, the descendants of the Lord were delivered. And the seed 
was viable. And the Messiah came. And you hear the agnostics and the atheists. Well, if they don't repent, they won't be agnostics and atheists. They'll still face the judgment, but they will know. They will cry out in hell. I repent. I know now. It's too late. You see, the bridge is out. And you keep telling everybody on the train it's okay. The bridge isn't out. <laughs> so they keep plunging towards that chasm. The bridge is out. Doop. Well, you see, the bridge is the Lord Jesus Christ, Yahshua. You trust in him. Your train ain't going to go into the cavern. <laughs> but so you're falling. You had, well, I repent now. But once you hit the bottom, it's going to be too late. So you're going to have a short time. You better repent then. But it's well known when you get close to death or a death situation, there's high intensity and it's hard to think. So chances are anybody that will really repent in that time is not a viable thing. You should have repented before you got on the train. You know, when we talk about rejuvenating hope, people wait so long. But Christians really have to develop their hope because Christians are persecuted almost everywhere. And they face death. And they forgive their enemies or are supposed to. The requirements for being a Christian is, a Christian is not for the faint of heart. Anybody can be wicked and be hateful, spiteful. Anybody can go into all kinds of debauchery and lusts and sexual and sinful things and smile in the mirror and say, boy, I'm happy today. Well, good for you. But you're not happy. You're lying. Because you know what you're doing is wrong. Unless, of course, you harden your heart and your conscience is seared, then you don't know. And when you wind up in a devil's hell, a place that God didn't prepare for you to be there, you put yourself there. All you got to do is blame yourself because Christ has done everything. He stretched out his arms and died for you on the cross. But he just didn't die, folks. He was resurrected from the dead. Many infallible proofs. And we know he's not dead because we know of his spirit within our hearts and souls. We know of his physical appearance globally. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. That's what we need to be saying. 
I repent, Father. In Jesus' name. Forgive me. Father, thank you for this word. Bless those who hear this word whenever they hear it. Feed them this word. Give them understanding. Draw them to yourself. And may they repent and come to you. And that will rejuvenate their hope. They will know the truth, and the truth shall set them free. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. So now we move on next week to another rejuvenating hope. Be sure to join us. And if you haven't listened to the other episodes, go on over to warren-usa.com. Don't forget to go, now there's two websites, like I said, warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. On DanaGlennSmith.com, we actually have our little store. And I don't have a lot in it because I'm deciding what I really want to do with it. I've got it there. But it has my latest book, The Rising. Check it out. And our other book based on our steel series is there also. Check out the articles. Listen to the shows. And pray for the country. I mean, if you don't care about the country and you want it to go to hell, then sit on your fat butt and do nothing. Go get drunk and stupid. Take your drugs. Be caught up. But if you want deliverance, the Lord will deliver you. But make sure you know you need someone there that knows the Lord. Because if God can deliver me and forgive me, he can surely help you. So press into the Lord Jesus Christ. Find your hope and let the Lord heal you. Because God really doesn't want you to go to hell. But he gave you the choice and the devil knows it. That's why the devil puts up all these temptations. But the Lord delivers you from them all. So seek the Lord, number one. Until next week, take care of yourselves, be safe. May the Lord bless you, may his face shine upon you, and give you peace. Till next time. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.